Hey everyone, how are you doing? Welcome, it's uh, Shay Clifford here and we are doing the fucking podcast, I suppose is what you'd call it. That's what it is, it's a podcast, what am I talking about? Worst start ever! Bad start to the podcast, but anyway, we'll trundle on through this until we come out to the other side and it'll be Christmas. It is Christmas! How are you all doing, my friends? It's Christmas and um, it's uh, the most wonderful fucking time of the year, according to Andy Williams. Who, by the way, I didn't realize was dead. He's dead for about 10 years. Andy Williams, when did he die? Moon River, wider than a mile. I'm crossing you in style someday. How can you cross a fucking river in style? What do you want to do? Wear a, a, a tuxedo on a little boat going across a mile wide river. Out of a fucking river is a mile wide anyway. A moon river. Doesn't make any sense, Andy. My huckleberry friend, moon. Who's your, what's a huckleberry friend that doesn't make sense? Are you on drugs, Andy Williams? Are you on LSD? <laughs> anyway, um, how are you all getting on? It's, uh, listen, I'll, go to, I, I'll tell you, as you've probably discerned already, I don't have much uh, prepared because this is the Christmas week episode. And I figure... You're all too busy with your family's stress. Going through that stress. Going through the stress of last minute shopping for Christmas gifts. Uh, fucking trying to not eat all the Cadbury's fingers. I bought a big box of fingers. That's what it was called. A big box of, of fingers. Uh, Joe Cadbury's fingers are gorgeous. Very underrated biscuit. Very underrated biscuit. And I got a big fucking box of them. All right. A big giant box. The equivalent of five boxes of fingers. Of finger biscuits. And I got them on Saturday. All gone. All gone. Five boxes of biscuits I ate. And that's not including the pastries. The fucking random snack bars. The pizzas. The pints. I'm going at it hard, boys, this year. It's not even Christmas yet, and he's already put on four stone. Now that's a fucking fellow who enjoys Christmas. But I figured, listen, lads, these fu- these listeners, they don't want a podcast this week. They don't care. It's Christmas. They don't want to want to be listening to some fucking sad bastard rambling on inside his apartment. They're out shopping. They're out having fun. They're having mulled wine. Mulled wine. I've never had it, and I won't fucking ever have it, man. Out of principle mulled wine what the f- it's m- when did we start drinking mulled wine I noticed no I never saw mulled wine when I was a child never there was never any mulled wine there was wine too much wine none, none of it mulled and then I grow up all of a sudden there's fucking mulled wine every every shop you go into they're giving out samples of mulled wine nobody likes mulled wine like, even if you think you like mulled wine, you don't. Have you ever heard of anyone going, Oh, I'd love an old mulled wine. No. No. And it's at every sh- place you go into now, it's free sample of mulled wine. Get a free mulled wine. Who do you think you are? An aristocrat? Just drink a fucking bottle of Buckfast and get it over with. But anyway, it's Christmas and uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And I was supposed to do this podcast last night and get it, you know, get it out. But I was so tired. 
And I'm not having been doing anything, really, except for eating so much sugar that my body just said, no, man. My body, that was my body. It went, fucking hell. I actually heard my, my body go like this. Fucking hell. <laughs> when I was putting more fingers in my mouth. Fuck yeah. My body just went, oh. <laughs> so I, ca- I crashed from eating more sugar than a, like a fucking hungry sperm whale and uh so today i'm like i'll do it in the morning but of course i slept in and now i have to go into town i have to pick up some last minute gifts because i'm not fucking fully prepared because i'm sitting around all day eating fucking biscuits and you know what i heard the last day that really drove me mad because you know in a way everybody's nobody is you're like oh i'd love to write a book but i don't just don't have the time or i'd love to you know go to the gym, but I just can't find the time. And then I saw some fucking, because Kira watches all these vloggers. I saw one of these vloggers, these daily vloggers going, this is what they said. And it made me, it made me angry. Well, if you think about it, they're always British. If you think about it, Beyonce has the same amount of hours in the day as you do. So she can get stuff done. Why can't you? I'll tell you why I can't get as much stuff done as Beyonce. I'll tell you fucking why. Beyonce is Beyonce. She's a fucking multi-millionaire. She has people coming into her house. Fucking making her breakfast. Making her fucking dinner. Tidying her house. Changing her sheets. You think Beyonce has to get up work a full-time job? Make dinner. I did a fucking now. No! Because she's Beyonce. And I like Beyonce. But she has millionaire hours in her day. I don't. No, none of us do. We have struggling to fucking get by hours. They're different. She might have the same amount of millionaire hours as we have struggling to get by hours. But they're not the same. We have about... If you take out the struggling to get by, we have about 10 minutes of the hour. Compared to her hour, you know what I mean? I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, Beyonce. Same amount of hours as Beyonce, so why can't you achieve what she has? Ah, First of all, take out the hours. I don't have Beyonce's skill. You think I can get up there and dance to single ladies without making an absolute tit of myself? No! All the single ladies, oh, Shane, stop. Stop. All the single ladies, with your hand up. Shane, please, just sit down. That's what people would say. So me and Beyonce have a totally different lifestyle, totally different skill set. <laughs> so you can't compare me to Beyonce at all. Okay, stop that. Why can't you achieve what Beyonce has? She, nobody can. She's Beyonce. And anyway, I'd like to see Beyonce do what I do. Do a full-time job, do a podcast, do a fucking stand-up and take care of a cat and a, and a fiancé. My fiancé, not my Beyonce. And then we'll see. <laughs> if Beyonce could, she wouldn't last a fucking month in my life. She's also got to have major depressive disorder, general anxiety, a touch of ADHD, and me on fucking, you know, balding. She has to be balding and just f- fat. And then we'll see how she survives. And I'll take Beyonce's life. <laughs> I'll have sex with Jay-Z. I don't care. For her life. 
I'd have sex with JD for her life. That would be fine. Hove, the Jigga man. I'd have sex with him. He'll have 90... He'll have a... <laughs> if, hey, hey, if I move in with uh, uh, Jay-Z, he'll have a hundred fucking problems, let me tell you. Um, But yeah, that drove me mad. See, there's a difference between rich people's hours and us hours. Rich people don't have to worry. I mean, of course they have worries, but they're stupid worries about, like, cocktail parties. Oh no, I invited Charles to the cocktail party and I I forgot that Esther is going to be there and they had a bit of an argument. You know, that that's their problems. Our problems are, oh shit, look at the size of that bill. They're going to cut us off. Uh, different problems. But anyway, I like Beyonce. I like Jay-Z. What was that? Um, I used to like Destiny's Child. They had some good songs, didn't they? Survivor. Bootylicious. Bills, bills, bills. Don't pay my telephone bills. That was a good one, wasn't it? I like them. Um, And Beyonce has some good songs as well. Except for... To the left, to the left. Everything you own in a box to the left. Fucking hate that song. And not for any particular reason. I think it was just overplayed. There's another... Halo. My Halo. I don't know if that's the tune. But you know what I mean. A couple of the songs were just too overplayed. But anyway, it's Christmas. And speaking of songs, uh, listen to this. Listen to the song I learned on my guitar. One second, I'll pause this and I'll go over and get my guitar. Listen to this. getting carried away what is your favorite christmas song though um what's your least favorite my least favorite and i i I hope i'm not breaking any of your hearts here but it's slades uh merry christmas everybody i fucking despise it man imagine that cunt coming into you on christmas morning naughty holder from slade it's christmas fuck off man let's hear him let's hear him Jesus Christ, imagine that on Christmas morning. You go fucking hell every year this fucker's coming in here saying it's Christmas. We know it's Christmas. There's no need to scream it at us, naughty man. And then the lyrics of it. Uh, is Santa ride a rain... And what's that? Does, Santa, does he ride... Does he have a red-nosed reindeer? Does he turn up on a sleigh for a cunt that seems to profess that he loves Christmas so much? You sure ask a lot of questions that kind of... Give me the impression you don't know anything about Christmas, Naughty Holder. Does he ride or does he have a red nose rain there? Does he turn up on a sleigh? Why are you asking this if you love Christmas so much? You should know this already. Why are you asking me? 
You're the fucker with the Christmas song. You're the cunt walking around screaming his Christmas like a nutter. And you're asking me to send to have a sleigh. Of course he has a sleigh, man. Everybody knows that. Does your granny always tell you the old songs are the best and she's up and rock and rolling with the rest? What the fuck are you asking me about my granny for? <laughs> what are you asking me about my granny for, you pervert? Huh? What are you asking me about my granny for, you dirty bastard? She's dead, Noddy. You know she's dead. <laughs> Why are you asking me? Is she dancing around the place? She's dead. <laughs> she, my, my nan died, Noddy. My nan died 20. <laughs> she, she's dead for 20 years, man. You ask me this every year. Fucking pervert. Ask me about my nanny, da- my nan dancing. Jesus Christ, man. But, um, yeah, I don't like that song. It's very annoying. And then there's the one, I wish it could be Christmas every day. Fucking hell. Imagine it being Christmas every day. Wouldn't be long before you reach for the shotgun and turn it upon yourself. <laughs> I hope that's not um, too grim. But man, imagine having to eat Brussels sprouts, mushy peas. Imagine having Christmas dinner every day. Imagine eating your nan trifle every fucking day of the year. So I don't wish Christmas every day. Once a year is way too much. Isn't that? It's just a fucking every year. Oh, no, Christmas. No, it's coming. If I had a Christmas song, it would be. I wish it could be Christmas once every four years. That would be amazing. They should do that. They should make Christmas a fucking every four-year thing like the Olympics or the World Cup. That would be good. You know, is it Christmas again? No, not for another two years. Oh, thank God. But wouldn't it make it better? That's what. That's a genius idea I just had. I'm going to fucking patent that or patent it. Who am I? Fucking Jimmy Hollywood? Am I patent? Patent it. And I'm going to fucking tell him, listen, every four fucking... When I become president, Christmas is going on a four-year cycle. The World Cup and Christmas are going to be on the same year. It's going to be a great year. And then you don't have to worry about either of them for another fucking four years. And you can save, uh, you know what I mean? It'd just be brilliant. And you don't have to listen to Naughty Holder screaming in your ear every year. Or listen to, what's it called? Fairy Tale in New York. I used to love Fairy Tale in New York. It was one of my all-time favorite songs. I used to love listening to it. When I was younger, drinking a fucking drink with a bit of a tear and wistful tear in my eye at Christmas, listening to... Fairtale in New York, you know, thinking I was some sort of adult. And now when I hear it, it just, oh no, not Fairtale in New York. It's a song that I think the public at large, and not just because of the controversial word, I think in general, the public at large have gone, no, that's enough of that. <laughs> I don't want to hear that again. No, it's been too much. It's been out since 1987. It's enough already with fucking Fairtale in New York. Because when I was a younger fella, everyone loved it. It was the best Christmas song ever. Everybody said, what a fucking great song. Every year you couldn't wait to hear it. And now it's like, oh no. It's those first four piano notes. Dun, 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 dun. I said, no, it was Christmas Eve, babe. Fucking hell. And then um, the best Christmas song is Baby, Please Come Home by... Who's that by again? Darlene something? Let me Google it. Baby... Please come home, it's Christmas, baby. Please come home. Darlene Love. Now that is a great Christmas song. You too, of course, ruined it by doing a version of it. But that is a brilliant Christmas song that you never hear. And that's probably why it's so good. Because you don't fucking hear it. 
And the best Christmas songs are ones that you never hear. <laughs> They're my favorite, the ones you never, ever hear for 40 years. I love them ones. The ones you hear all the time, I hate them. But um, I know I'm full of Christmas cheer. But um, I am going home today and going down home to the old Vale of Chirley. And I'm looking forward to seeing everybody and all that. But um, aside from that, I just can't be arsed. Um, like, I don't even have a Christmas tree up in here. Is that miserable? Is that miserable? Me and Carrie were just like, nah, it's no point. <laughs> and it seems miserable now when I say it out loud. We just went, nah. Because one time we did put up a Christmas tree, which was two years ago. We didn't put up one last year either. The year before last, the Christmas tree stayed up until March. And that's depressing. That is one of the most... When you're in fucking deep, dark, blustery, fucking rainy February... And it's like the 21st of February and you're feeling fucking shit anyway because of just the world. And then you turn around and you look over into the corner of your bedroom. And there it is. A fucking Christmas tree. Last year's Christmas tree. Lights off. Just dead in the corner. Just fucking. And you can hear it. You can hear it going, please kill me. Please take me down. (laughs) Because the Christmas tree doesn't want to be up either. It's a fucking horrible thing. Uh, so to get avoid all that, we decided to have no Christmas tree. Like, if we have kids, we will have a Christmas tree. That's what Kira said. Kira was like, uh, if we have children, what am I going to tell them at Christmas? I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, uh, they'll be going, Mom, what's wrong with Daddy? <laughs> and she'll be going, Oh, don't worry, he's just wallowing. It's okay, daddy's just wallowing. And that's, it'll be different if there's kids, because it'll be excitement, and they'll, they're, they're so fucking stupid, they believe in Santa. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, a big fat guy is going to come down this chimney for some reason. Why doesn't he come in the fucking door? I leave the keys out for him. Santa, there's no need to come down the chimney. All right, we all agree that you're going to just come in the door, or come into our house anyway, so just come in the door, it's fine. Why are you sticking to this Christmas fucking, or this chimney thing? You know, it's very, you can't be comfortable sliding down that chimney with all the soot and all the fucking, you know, uh, coal and shit. Getting up on the roof. Just come in the door, man. But when there is um, kids around here, I will, I'll take, I'll be fucking Mr. Christmas then. You know what I mean? Because I remember Christmas, when you're a child, when you're like, I don't know, six or something, and Christmas is around, and everything about it is magical. You're in the supermarket, and there's Brussels sprouts around, and there's Christmas music, and the staff are wearing hats, and, you know, everything is just amazing. And you go to Mass, you even enjoy Mass at Christmas, because it's just people in big coats, and you know, Jesus is coming back from the dead, or whatever, I don't understand it, and then um, you walk around and you're all the Christmas trees in the windows and everything is amazing. You're like, wow, this is fucking brilliant. <laughs> and then there's a big cunt from North Pole flying around in a sleigh giving you presents. And you're like, yeah, what a fucking brilliant time. So I understand it from a child's point of view. But fucking adults with no children, come on, man. You don't have to celebrate. <laughs> you don't have to celebrate Christmas. Uh, you know, I'm. That's what, go on strike at Christmas if you don't want to celebrate. It, go, hey, no, I'm not celebrating it this year. 
And then they'll go, you miserable fucker. But you go, no, I'm not miserable. You're the miserable sheep. You're a sheeple going through this this fucking bullshit every year. Christmas sheeple. Oh, here, look, Georgie wants to say hi. Do you want to give him a purr, George? Oh, for old time's sake, a Christmas, Christmas purr. Oh, Jesus, then she attacks me. All right, that's George. The duality of Georgie. Actually, there's this old um, cat that lives on our street called Michael, and he is like a belongs to a lady down around the corner and he is like the streets cat like everybody loves michael he goes into people's houses he just walks around the place everyone's hi michael so do you hear hey michael how's it going (laughs) right he's a big ginger cat and he's old now and for the last couple of weeks he has been i don't i don't want i don't mean to be crude but he's been diarrheaing diarrhea-ing all over the street and it's like a landmine field out there you know walking down the road you have to be very it could be anywhere on the road on the footpath so and he's been very lethargic just sitting there kind of not moving and stuff and you go over and rub him he barely lifts his head and so we all we got to get well i didn't get uh, i didn't organize it a neighbor organized um i'm you know i think oh it would be great to bring him to the vet but then i don't do anything about it but a neighbor thankfully did so um organized like a little so we all put a bit of money in and uh now uh michael is uh he was taken to the vet turns out he might have cancer which is very sad Poor Michael, man. You know? Um, and that's... The whole road is like mourning Michael. But um, hope he's on steroids and stuff. They don't know if it's actually cancer. But there's... The vet was like... It's probably 90%. I'm certain it is cancer. They haven't found any lumps or tumors or anything. But, you know... Um, but he's on steroids. And hopefully he'll be back to his full best. Walking around, climbing in windows, causing trouble. Um... This is a very, this area is a very cat. There's so many cats and all we, the neighbors, all we do is talk to each other about cats. And it's a perfect area, Portobello, to bring up a cat. If you have a cat and you're moving to Dublin, try and get into Portobello. All right, for your cat. But anyway, we'll all be thinking of Michael on this street anyway. And hopefully he's, you know, he gets better. But um, anyway, listen, you know, Christmas, I know I'm just messing about how much I hate it. I mean, I don't really like it, but it is just, I suppose, time off, isn't it? From work, mostly. <laughs> if you're working, I feel sorry. I've worked Christmas, man. I've worked in retail. Wait, who, you're working in office? Oh, boo-hoo. I work in fucking retail, man. At Christmas, do you know how much of a nightmare that is? It's worse than being a doctor. You know, because if you're a doctor, you've got, you know, you're on call all the time, you're stressed, you're saving lives, but at least you're saving lives. When you're like a manager in a supermarket, you're, you've got just as much stress as a surgeon. Constant at Christmas, you've got people ringing you, you've got fucking alarms going off, you have to go out in the middle of the night, you've got orders wrong, you've got fucking customers, you've got staff out sick, it's 18 hours a day. But it's the only problem is, it's you're you're stressing out about fucking sausages and bananas, not about saving people's lives. So there's a disconnect there. 
That's what and, and, and that that's what leads to retail breakdowns. Because you're like, wait a minute, man. Why all this stress about selling frubes and selling nar quick soup? You know? At least I reckon it's easier to be a surgeon. And this is a very this is a hot take as they call it these days. It's easier to be a surgeon <laughs> than it is to be a manager in a supermarket. And I'll tell you why. Because you're a surgeon, right? You're saving lives. You're, I mean, it's a stressful job. You're working, I don't know, 100 hours a week or something. You're saving lives. There's blood. There's guts. But at the end of it, there's a payoff. You're going, handing a child back to his parents. And you're going, he's going to make it. And that must be a great feeling after all the stress, all the worry, all the fucking no sleep. And you're going, he's going to make it. That must be a, an elation, a moment of elation. When you save a child's life or you save anyone's life or you save an arm or a leg or a head. Someone's head's going to fall off, but you sew it back on. That must be a great feeling. But then. In retail, you're working 20 <laughs> You're working fucking 12-hour days. There's managers ringing you up. Did you order in them? You didn't order in enough Brussels sprouts. Why didn't you put up the fucking signs for the sales? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? How come we ordered in too much butter? All day long. And there's no... You're not, you're not going to go at the end with a pack of bananas. He's going to make it. No. There's no fucking payoff. It's just pain. <laughs> and stress. I hope any of you... Maybe some of you have been managers in a retail environment. And you'll understand. It's, it's, like, it's hard to explain. You have all that stress and then you realize it's for literally nothing. It's so that some fucking pricks can get their Christmas fucking turkey. That's, I mean, that's who gives a fuck about that? Why is there so much stress just so you can get your turkey? And it leads to breakdowns, it does. It leads to, like, um, existential crisis where you're saying, this is my life. I'm under so much stress for literally nothing. And then you've got fucking Chris Rhea playing 24 hours a day through the PA system. Driving home for Christmas. Fuck off. <laughs> Shooting. <laughs> Shooting Chris Rhea. But I just have to say, I don't condone the murder of Chris Rhea, okay? I just have to say that. <laughs> Before any of you go out there, as Shane said to do it in his podcast and assassinate Chris Rhea. Um, remember that joke when we were young? It was, why wouldn't Di Princess Diana, this is a playground joke. Why didn't Christmas, or Christmas, fucking hell, Princess Diana marry Chris Rhea? Because then her name would be Diarrhea. <laughs> and that was some funny shit when you were eight. Diarrhea, yeah! You were on the floor laughing, rolling around. You didn't even know who Chris Rhea was. <laughs> but you still just just say the word diarrhea and it's funny. Um, But what I was trying to say before I went into a poor... Re if you've a retail Christmas rent, I think everybody... Should, actually, this would be my, my other thing. Apart from making Christmas a four-year thing, this would be my other thing. All fucking retail staff off for the month of January. You need a month off after that shit, man. You people are animals when you're out shopping. You know that. I'm talking to you civilians. 
the, the general public, not you retail workers, you know what I'm talking about. You people are fucking animals out there. You're animals when it comes to Christmas. It's supposed to be time of spiriting and cheer and fellow men and all that bullshit. You're out there fucking screaming at the some 18-year-old fucking girl who just got Christmas job in Tesco. You're screaming at her because there's not enough bisto. You didn't get in, there's no bisto left. You're screaming at some 18-year-old girl. I've seen it happen with my own eyes. People turn into animals. And I know there's only like a day left, but I'm telling you, lads, just fucking relax. Be nice. And if you're a retail worker, it's nearly over. Just today and tomorrow. It's nearly over, lads. And there's nothing better than that fucking five o'clock on Christmas Eve when you're out the door or seven o'clock or whatever. And it's finished. It's behind you for another year. That's a great feeling. Maybe that's what it's all worth. Uh, what it's all about. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to say Christmas is a good time to spend with your family, I suppose. And that's probably the big draw of it. And you get time off um, and all that. So enjoy it. Listen, I know I rant on here about why I hate Christmas, but if you enjoy it, then that's your prerogative. And I hope you have a great time and that you uh, go into the new year. Have a good time too. And that, uh, I hope your family, especially this time of the year, because remember back in the old days when you didn't have to worry about killing your nan at Christmas. <laughs> remember how nice that was? You didn't have to worry about showing up and giving your nan a fatal disease. Remember? Those were the days, weren't they? Uh, so obviously there's a lot more worry this year. And, uh, but I hope you, you're all fine and safe. And everybody has a great time and get pissed and eat. Five boxes of fingers, if you like. Fuck it. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? See how the state of the world just eat as much fucking biscuits as you like, man. Fuck it. And anyway, in January, you can go to the gym. This is what Christmas is all about. Get fucking as fat as a fool. And drink too much. Drink too much. I, I urge you to drink too much this Christmas. And make a fucking piss your pants on the bathroom floor. Fall asleep in the bathroom. <laughs> That's what I urge you to do. Just fuck it. Who cares? All right. Have a good time. Um, and I want to say thanks to everybody for listening to this throughout the year and to the patrons, especially who uh, sign up and support this podcast. You're legends, lads. And if you'd like to sign up and support the podcast, it's patreon.com forward slash Shane's Brilliant Podcast. And all the people that send me emails, Don Lanigan and um, all the rest for sending me emails and keeping in touch and thanks to all of you and uh, thanks to all the people that have come to see me during a short window when we had uh, gigs and oh by the way I'm doing two shows that I have set up one is in February the 20th I think <laughs> I, mean, I really should be more prepared in Smock Alley and it's for the Seen and Heard Festival. And that's going to be like a work in progress thing. And then in April, the first April Fool's Day Legends, I'm doing a show in Tralee. Fucking Tralee. I'm doing it in Shem Satira. Now, Shem Satira is a big fucking place and it looms large in the, mem in the imagination of people from Tralee. It's like if you were from London, you'd play the Royal Albert Hall. <laughs> This is like that, or you're from New York, you play Carnegie Hall or whatever. Shim Satira is like that to Tralee. And I'm coming back. I'm not going to, I immediately regretted doing it. 
immediately regretted my, I was asked, do you want to do it? I said, yeah, no problem. Fuck it. Instantly, I was like, oh, shit. The stress of going home, doing it in front of your friends. Um, and then you have, uh, it's a 300 fucking seater place. What am I thinking? What am I thinking? <laughs> a 300 seater place, but it'll probably be cut down because of restrictions or something. But I urge you, if you're from Chile or the surrounding area, and by surrounding area, I mean Kerry, Cork, Limerick, Galway, fucking Belfast, Manchester, <laughs> fucking LA, that's the surrounding area. I urge you to come, please. <laughs> I'm begging you. But uh, no, come, that should be good. Chris, uh, that's on a- April the 1st, the GMC T-Ran, surely. And that's obviously all uh, hoping that everything goes ahead. And so I'm going to leave it there. Uh, I know this has been a fucking uh, very unstructured podcast. I know it's unstructured anyway, but this one has been very unstructured. I don't even know what I was doing 20 minutes ago, playing guitar, playing b- Bullet with Butterfly Wings. I don't know. But what I do know is that I'm glad that I get to talk to you throughout the year. And now I have to go and do loads of shit. Uh, the same amount of time as Beyonce. You know, Beyonce has two hours, but does she have to run into town, run back, feed the cat, fucking do... No! Beyonce's in the bath for two hours. All right. Okay. Uh, all the best. Merry Christmas. And I'll talk to you next week sometime. Cheers. Nice one. Thanks. And hobnob. <laughs>